Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is PWX champion Caleb Conley, and you're watching Live from the Armory with Buckhouse Bob and my BFF, Laura. Hi, hi, hi. I'm your biggest fan. Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. Maybe I ought to just change the name of the show to the Caleb Conley Show. Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605 with your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I don't sign autographs, I'm not, and, I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist in their nights, then, then I'll do that, so... And the lovely Laura. I am a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody. From the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I am your co host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me in just a moment, as always, will be the lovely Laura. And folks, there was, uh, during that intro, you noticed there were a couple of bloopers in there. Uh, Caleb Conley is not the PWX champion, and um, we're not watching anything we're listening to. But all in all, I had to play that for Laura, and she'll know why she's going to get to that later on. Well, we're, at any rate, I'm already tongue-tied, and we're only 30 seconds into the show. It's great. It's great. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us tonight, folks. You're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. Tonight, we have two great guests. We have uh, from SWA Wrestling, we have James Drake. We also have independent wrestling star Ruby Rays will be joining us here probably in about 15 or 20 minutes. We're kicking butt from coast to coast, folks. We thank you for listening wherever you're listening at and however you're listening to us. Whether you're listening to us live on Blog Talk Radio, whether you're downloading us on iTunes, or for our overseas listeners, if you uh, go to www.fnxnetwork.com, our stream can be heard there. Our studio number is 213-816-1605. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter where you can find all the pertinent show information, you can follow us at From the Armory. And without any further ado, because she is still riding high like a roller coaster from this past weekend's wrestling events, I present to you the one, the only, the lovely Laura. <laughs> yes, Bob, I am still on Conley Cloud Nine. Oh boy, 
Conley Cloud Nine. Huh. That, sounds like a name. For, sounds like a name for a new uh, reality television show. You know what? That could be a great segment. They, they could be in the movie. You know, if Zane or Caleb listening to the show, you know, put that in the movie. Yeah. You know. That's true. Give Bob credit, of course. Well, but, absolutely. You know. Give credit where credit's due. <laughs> you have to. That's just the way that it is. At any rate, folks, if uh, if you'd like to find us on Facebook, Laura, how can they do that? They can go to Facebook.com and search Live Armory or just go uh, Facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. And because my ego is so large... Because the fans demanded it, I did make a fan page, but I'm not giving out the information on that. If you if you follow me on Facebook, you already know it. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll shoot it out some other time. That's another story. That's a long involved story, probably for our year in show. The number of people that are involved in the wrestling community that have had their Facebook pages locked because of uh, because of yeah. names and all that other junk. But we'll, we'll get to that. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it is crazy. Uh, we would also ask folks to uh, check out another partner of ours website, Strong Style Life Clothing. They've got some pretty cool shirts out, uh, and we would ask that you would visit them at www.sslclothing.com. And because she is bursting at the seams already, we are going to lead off the show with Lovely Laura's PWX report. Oh, Bob, I'm telling you, if you... Uh, miss this um, card, and uh, this was the best PWX show in my opinion since the uh, debut at Ziggy's in January. Really? It, it really was um, stacked card with people like Michael Elgin, Ar Fox, who is such a great and humble guy. Mm-hmm. Talked with him a little bit, um, you know. I had a a card from Phil Singer Games, <clears throat> pardon me, that I had bought of the Evolve expansion. I took it and he signed it, took a picture mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. Absolutely great. Uh he and Joe Black were the first match, tore it up. Uh David Funk and I were sitting near one another and we both agreed that uh if this is the beginning match, everybody else in the back better step it up. And they did. Everybody the did. They did. They sure did. And and Joe Black is going to go places. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Uha Nation was there. Uh, he and Chip Day fought a tremendous battle. But there was a couple of highlights of the night, Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and I'll get to the, the 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 biggest one for me here in just a second. One of the mm-hmm. highlights was a four-way tag match. Mm-hmm. This would be a three-way for the number one contender for the PWX titles between the Bravados, Country Jack, and my personal favorite, worst-case scenario, with the Tommy Thomas. Right. Then all of a sudden, the Bendejo's music starts playing. They're there. Really? With the PWX titles. They're there. Surprise, surprise, as Gomer Pye would say. Mm-hmm. Um Damn good match. Harlem yeah. Bravado has has wings. You can't see him, but he flies like I've never seen in my life. 
he went out of the ring at least four or five times. Yeah. Just great high flying back and forth action. Uh, all came down to Country Jack stealing. And when I mean steal, they really did steal. They pinned somebody that, you know, I'm not even sure if they were the legal men in the ring. It was just so chaotic. But they, they're, Country Jack are the new PWX tag team champions. Hmm. Title change in high point. But the highlight of the night was Caleb Conley's return to PWX. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like saying this, but I'm going to. I marked the fuck out. Oh. The prodigal son fun. has returned. The pro- And here's the funny thing is I'm recording this on my on my phone because Michael Elgin's out and he's talking, you know, he wants to challenge, uh, he wants gold in PWX, so that means Cedric Alexander. Here comes Marcellus King out there and he's running his mouth and wanting uh, Elgin to join the circus and Elgin says, do I look like a clown to you? (laughs) That goes back and forth for a little bit. Here comes Cedric. Well, Cedric and Marcellus start fighting and here I am recording it and out of the corner of my eye I see this hooded figure jump up on the ring and jump off the top rope, and I could see his hair. Oh, my God, the roof blew off that place. It really did. It was it was the greatest moment ever, Bob. The greatest moment in modern era wrestling history, courtesy yes. of me. I didn't see you in the crowd anywhere, Bob. I'm sorry. I, don't, I just don't see how that works. I'm omnipresent, Laura. I don't have to physically be in any one place at any given time. My campaign worked. Your campaign for what? Dog catcher? My campaign for Caleb to come to his senses and come home worked. You can thank me now. You can thank me later. You can continue to thank me, and you can sprain your arm patting me on the back. But I did the impossible. I am the hope of the hopeless that wandered around PWX lost without Mr. Conley. And thanks to me, he returned. Well, I, I don't think I have ever heard of anyone suffering from delusions of grandeur in such a manner, Bob. You you really need to get that checked, you know. Or instead of doubting me. Instead of doubting me, you should be rolling on the floor in tears of joy that my Silence the Violence movement brought home our BFF. Oh, hell no. Thank God for me. Thank God for me. I've only got, got two words for you, Laura, and then I'll let you finish up. You're welcome. Folks. Bob, Bunkhouse Bob is not Caleb Conley's BFF. I just want to throw that out there. And anyway, too, like Sour Patch Kids. Do what? I am too his BFF. He likes Sour Patch Kids. See, I even know what my BFF likes. The only reason why you know that is because of me. I have no idea of what you're oh. talking about. We've got we've got phones lit anyway. up. We've got a whole list of stuff to go on. Carry on, woman. We've got to move on with the show. <laughs> Anyway, I did get to talk to Caleb at the end of PWX and welcomed him back home. Um, welcome back, Caleb. It's so glad I'm so glad to see you back where you belong, 
which is in PWX. Um, Amen. I don't Amen. know if, if I'm gonna punch you. Um, I don't know if everyone saw this or not, but there's rumors and talk of Uha Nation maybe going to WWE. Uh, the, the talk and the rumor uh, rumors are that um, WWE sent uh, scouts out to PWG this weekend to see him wrestle. They were impressed. So you might be seeing Uha Nation in NXT here pretty soon. I think you might we'll be seeing Uha. I think you might be seeing Uha Nation in NXT like next week. You might. You, you I very think, well could be. I said very, very soon. I think that I have it from a very good undisclosed source that UHA Nation is actually at an NXT tryout. Awesome. So you heard it here first. You did, folks. Remember that. Remember Bob is a wrestling genius. I'll give him that. However, mm-hmm. Bob is not Caleb Conley's BFF. And that really quickly, I'd like to... Um, Read a tweet from uh, at Jordan Castle. Tired of hearing Bob act like he cares about the health and career of Conley. Sorry, Bob. WrestleCade is next month. It's too late at from the Armory. And Jordan, I hope that you're not feeling too bad after getting your wisdom teeth out. Well, so that that goes right there to show you how much that I can put into that tweet that Jordan Castle sent out because all of his wisdoms left his head. I was the one oh. that proclamated and bannered and and begged and begged for this. And and all I'm going to get is a bunch of grief over it. You people should be thanking me. I, I don't have any more time for this, Jordan Castle. Enjoy that jello, Jordan. Let's see here. Uh you want to uh I want to go back for a second on the uh Caleb Conley Michael Elgin deal. I saw a post right before we went on air that Ring of Honor is advertising Michael Elgin to be in Lakeland, Florida this weekend for a Ring of Honor event. And, you know, there's a bunch of comments on there. I don't know, there's 70-some-odd comments on there, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'll put it to you like this, people. I find it incredibly odd, incredibly odd, that a promotion is going to advertise a wrestler that's already quit the promotion. Do you feel me? I feel you. It just seems contrived yep. to me. That's that's all. Mm-hmm. So it just I, seems contrived. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm um, with you. waiting on uh, Ruby Rays to call in. She should be calling in another five minutes or so. There's a couple of things that I that I had, but all in all, PWX show to scale of one to ten, Laura. Twenty. <laughs> How'd I know? Turn that turn the amplifier up to eleven. Um, I'll, go ahead. You know, PWX never disappoints, and I'm so excited that next month you're going to be able to um, experience what I experience on a monthly basis. The um, and and folks, for me, and I know a lot of people is like, oh my God, I'm so tired of hearing Laura talk about PWX. If you went to a show you would understand what I'm talking about because it's more than just wrestling. It's a community there. I enjoy seeing my friends. I enjoy talking with the wrestlers. 
I've developed uh, a relationship with, um, you know, people who live down further in North Carolina or, or some of the wrestlers. For example, Billy Brash loves fanny packs. I'm a fanny pack whisperer, as we all know. I brought him a fanny pack. I did not know this. I said, hey, I've got a fanny pack for you. And he said, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, I've got one. Let me go get it. And so I give it to him, and he's like, my fanny pack broke today. I had nothing to carry my stuff in. I'm like, well, here you go. You do now. And he was so incredibly grateful that I had brought it. It was just a fanny pack I got at Goodwill, you know. But it's just things like that and, you know, um, it's more than just wrestling, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's it's seeing people and coming together and enjoying a, a really good product and mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, you're seeing some of the best talent in the Southeast. And there's I think it's just going to get better. There's nothing you're, wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're talking about quality, reliability, bang for the buck, and, you know, knowing people. So, you know. Uh, that's that's the whole deal. So uh, I got two things I'm going to cover, and then we're going to get uh, Ruby on the phone. I see that she's uh, she's come into our queue. I'm going to cover two things really quickly, and then we're going to bring Miss Ruby Ray's onto the show. Uh, I got a lot of flack. I got a lot of flack for this, and 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 if we get time for it later, I'll elaborate on it. Ronda Rousey was at this past weekend's PWG show and got involved in Tommaso Ciampa's match. Uh, with his encouragement, with his blessing, although entertaining, uh, what I found disrespectful is her four horsewomen entourage and the hand signs that she feels that it's okay to throw up. Uh, you know, and I get she's a paid ticket and all this other. Uh, I had a lot of fans and wrestlers comment on this on my Facebook page when I said it was disrespectful. And yeah, if time allows... If time allows, I'll tell you why I think it was disrespectful, okay? But we'll we'll try to get back to that in a little bit. Um, There is a name that I'm going to drop on you that I want our listeners to check check this guy out. Evan Thomas. Remember that name, Evan Thomas, okay? Uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is probably one of the most – He's probably one of the most exciting young young guys that I've seen in a long time. Okay? It's just a hunch. But I'm telling you, this could could be something special. Okay? So if you get a chance, check him out. Evan Thomas, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh Championship Wrestling from Hollywood is taping this Friday uh at the Panoma Masonic Lodge in Panoma, California. They have a 7.30 bell time. Uh, so if you're in the Panoma area, it would be a pretty cool thing to uh, get over there and check out Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And now without any further ado, as promised, as as guaranteed earlier, I'd like to bring Miss Ruby Rays onto the show. Ruby, are you there? Yeah. How are you tonight? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, can, I'm all can, right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you fine. It's actually not tonight for you because it's afternoon where you're at, correct? Yeah, it's, we're still bright as bright as heck outside, so yeah. <laughs> I, oh, wow. I hear, you. I hear you. I hear you. 
Ruby, I want to thank you for taking time to be with us tonight. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be with us. It's okay. It's a weekday. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. On the other end of the line with us is uh, Laura. She's the other co-host of the show. Laura, you want to say hi to Ruby? Hey, Ruby, what's up? Hi, Laura. <laughs> Folks, our studio number is 213-816-1605. On the phone with us right now is independent star Ruby Rays. Ruby, we talked to Tito Escondido about this, and, and I wanted to hear it from you because I, I've just fallen in love with this place. What is the atmosphere like at Santino Brothers? I mean, for me, it, it looks like it has to be one of the coolest places to see an incredible wrestling match. You talked to Tito, the bad dude? The bad dude, um, <laughs> yes. He's been a guest of the show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Santino Brothers Wrestling. So the shows there are basically intimate dojo-type shows. So you, from the moment that you break curtain all the way until you get in the ring, and even when you're in the ring, you're pretty much up close and really close and personal with the fans. I, um, It reminds me of God, I can't even, well, there's a, actually a couple promotions it reminds me of, but it's just so incredible there because the fans are up close, they're chanting, they're in your face, you're in their faces, there's no hiding anything in that ring. There's, you know, if you get, if you get, you know, choked on the ropes, you're literally getting choked on the ropes with someone mere feet away from you, or if you're reaching out, you close to grabbing them. And when those, when the dojo gets packed, because it, it does get packed and there's people standing outside, we'll pull up the gates and people can watch from standing outside. Right. It's, right. it's amazing. I can't, I can't even, it's hard to describe, especially since you train there. So not only do you train there, but now you've got the shows coming in there and it's, it's crazy. I love it. Yeah. When I, we were talking with, with, with Tito and I, I looked at some YouTube clips and, I had, I had said it to him, and I'll say it to you. To me, it just looks incredibly cool. You know, they roll up the door. You can, like you were saying, you can literally see people standing outside to get a glimpse of the matches or to watch matches. And to me, I think that's just absolutely awesome. So that is, it's it, it's, it's amazing. And the the people who run the dojo, uh, Joey Chaos and uh, Jezebel, they work really hard to bring these shows to the fans every other weekend, which is <laughs> incredible as well. I mean, to just do something every other weekend, but last year they did it every week and just to maintain something like that and to keep it growing and to keep it going, that, that takes a lot of time and a lot of heart and a lot of effort. Uh, no doubt at all. And you mentioned the name of somebody I was going to say, speak of right now. Uh, I watched some tape on you, and I came across some clips of you and Ray Rosas and Joey Chaos training. What does it mean to have people like that, whom I, I consider them top-tier guys in indie wrestling, what's that like to have people to train with like that? Uh, um, I consider them top-tier guys as well. <laughs> um, it's it's I don't know. It's it's kind of indescribable because not only do we have excellent trainers like Joey Chaos is a trainer, um, Rosas. When I when I very first started out, uh, Santino's Ray Rosas would come in and help a lot with the. We had a women's class for a while, just women, and uh, 
we've also now we got like famous B in there. He's <laughs> he's doing the uh, beginners classes, which is an amazing way to start out your wrestling training with famous B. He's an incredible athlete and amazing wrestler. Um, we also got like Robbie Phoenix, Tyler Bateman's in there training with us. There's there's people that literally just come in and drop in to do training with us as well that are great wrestlers and the seminars and the clinics they put on by people like Simbody, B-Boy, you know, Adam Pierce, Rocky Romero, Drake Younger. That was an amazing clinic, Drake Younger. Um, all these things that the students at Santino's get is definitely, definitely top notch. And it's a, truly an honor to learn from literally some of the best in not only in America, but in the world. You, you you mentioned Drake Younger, who who now is an official or a referee with uh, WWE through NXT. Was there something that Drake said during that seminar that that just still just rings true, that just holds a lot of credibility <laughs> with you, that stuck with you? Actually, um, yeah, the whole thing. I was, yeah, so fortunate to be there for that. Um, one of the things that he said that specifically stuck out in my mind is that we don't get paid for wrestling. We get to wrestle. This is something we, we do for free. You know, when, when people pay us to go to their places to wrestle, it's paying for our gas. It's paying for the days that we spend in the gym. It's paying for, you know, the boots that we have to buy or something. But wrestling is the privilege, and you get to do this. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was a really great time. Good. Sorry about that, Bob. You know me and tweeting. And I know. Up with tweeting and texting. Everything. I know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, and I do. I do apologize, uh, Ruby. I, I do apologize. Uh, I've got like 14 things going on at the same time. But welcome to our show. Uh, I've been really excited about talking to you. Um, I love to hear that passion in your voice. Uh, that you wrestling needs good women wrestlers. I agree. That's actually um, one of the driving forces for me to ever get into wrestling was because, and I know there's a bunch of good out, good female wrestlers out there, but I wanted to be one of those good female wrestlers. I wanted to show people that women can put on a good match, that women can take the hits, the women can, you know, tell a story in the ring, and that we can, that just women can in general, that we can be strong female and be out there and hang with the boys. So, and actually my, another thing I really wanted to do, which got me into wrestling was I wanted to wrestle the guys and being able to do so now through Santino brothers and uh, a couple other promotions has been absolutely awesome. That, that's awesome. And, and I'll talk a little bit about the whole intergender phenomenon that's really popular right now in, uh, indie wrestling but first i'd like to ask you you know you were talking about you wanted to get into wrestling uh because you wanted to hang with the guys so where and how did you get started in wrestling um actually i got started in wrestling behind a camera as a photographer and then yeah (laughs) photographer (laughs) um and then I was asked by a promoter if I would be a manager for a honorary group of guys, Tyler Bateman, Funny Bone, and uh, Ryan Drago. And it, I spent 
five years managing. And during that time, I was learning everything I could learn. Basically got uh, Young Boyd into the business, uh, did training here and there. And then to 2013, I decided to sign up with Santino's and pursue it. Like, definitely go after wrestling. Awesome. This is a question that we ask all our women wrestlers, I guess, and I just want to hear what your opinion or what your take on it is. And What do you think of the women's divisions in both WWE and TNA? Hmm. Um, I think they fluctuate, and I think both are on an upslope right now. I, I, In my opinion, the WWE and TNA have both had their high periods and then low periods and the high periods and low periods when it comes to female wrestling and the product that they put out and the matches that they do. And I right. think that Sarah Del Rey going to the WWE and becoming a head trainer there is really beginning to show through the women's matches that they've been having. And by God, what I wouldn't pay to train to a Sarah Del Rey, you know, <laughs> I think no that kidding. TNA is also, yeah, I think TNA is also going in the a good direction right now, signing um, Jessica Havoc onto there. And some of the other women they have right now, I, I think they're just on an upslope. Well, you know that I think that is one of the more positive uh, answers that we've gotten uh, to that question uh, of, about them being on the upslope. And uh, you know, I, I tend to I tend to agree. I, I would I'd like to see a little more um, action in, in WWE. Uh, I think TNA has always had a really strong uh, knockouts division. But yes, Jessica Havoc is a great addition. Uh, to their division, uh, especially after losing Lady Tapa. Um, and speaking of someone who is formidable, uh, you and uh, previous guest uh, on the show, Hudson Envy, make a pretty formidable tag team. I wouldn't Aww, want to mess with you. <laughs> I've, yes. I've seen tapes, I've seen you guys, and woo! <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a. a, a it's one of the things I was speaking to someone else about this recently. I actually met Hudson before she debuted and it was when I was still managing and we just hit it off. We clicked completely and we wanted a tag team. We wanted a tag team. We finally got our chance last November to do our first tag match together uh, representing team Vendetta uh, in a uh, Vendetta pro versus Apex pro show. And it, it went really well. We totally jived. Our timing was totally together. You know, we're on it. And then we wanted to do more. And unfortunately, I got really sick and I was hospitalized. And I had to stop wrestling and stop doing everything for like a good four months. And oh, wow. when I came back, we, yeah. When when I came back, I first uh, teamed again with, teamed with Sage, Sage Sin. But then I got to do the right. match with Hudson as well. And it's like, me and Hudson didn't miss a beat. We're still like connected mentally or something. It's it's weird. We just have this weird connection, but it fits and it works. And to me, that's what makes a great tag team. It's more than just putting two people together. It's it's almost like it's you know one brain and two bodies. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and I I I like to think our styles are similar. We're both. <laughs> To uh, 
as to what me and Tyler usually say, we're both more smash over flash. We'd rather, you know, kick you in the right. head than do a bunch of backflips and then kick you in the head. Well, no, we'll just go straight to kick you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that other stuff. We're just going to kick you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, but I, I, I do, I do love working with Hudson. Um, we're we're both her and I are both doing doing our things. Hudson's definitely you know getting out to Mexico right now, and she just traveled out to to the mid south, and so it's really great. And I'm a little sad that I can't be around her as much right now, but I have been teaming. I'm teaming with Sage Sin coming up this Saturday, and we've teamed before. And me and Sage actually get along really well in the ring too. So. Hopefully, look out for that one because it's me and Sage against Candice LeRae and Nicole Savoy, and that's going to be a fun one. Ooh, Ooh that is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, anytime you get, you know, four women of that talent caliber, you know, in the ring, yeah, that's going to be a barn burner. I, I hate I'm going to miss it. Um, speaking of, of okay. barn burners. You'll be able to find it. Exactly. I promise you'll be able um, to find it. Awesome, awesome! I can't, I can't wait to see it. Um, you and we have um, Allie Parker has been a guest on our show as well, and from what I've seen, it looks seems as though that the two of you had a, a bit of a feud going on. Is that a, a, um, a fair statement? <laughs> it actually, it actually wasn't. It, it really wasn't my feud. It wasn't my feud to get in with. She was actually having a uh, a feud with Fern, Fern Owens. He's a wrestler out here in California. And it just so happened, like, I was in one of my early matches. But I say early matches like it's years ago. Okay, so it was one of my <laughs> more recent matches <laughs> with uh, Santino Brothers. And it was against Allie Parker. And uh, he actually just did a run-in and clobbered her. And I was against her. He pushed her at me. What was I going to do? I'm going to dump her on her head. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to try to finish out this match. Um, but apparently it wasn't appreciated. Uh, BC Killer got a little upset that we were, took he we took advantage. What Fern took advantage. But we got in a match, a tag match later, an intergender tag match. And she won. So I'm okay with that. I hope her and Fern, you know, hash it out. But uh, otherwise than that, I'm I'm my own bird, man. I'm my own bird. You were kind of guilty by association. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy that. I'll, I'll buy that. Um, you know, I, you I buy that. I'll keep selling it. Exactly. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Um, I've seen that you've been in quite a few battle royals. Um, what is it about this type of match that you like? You, you like, and I'm assuming that you do like it since you're in. You know, you've been in quite a few. Uh, it's my specialty. I'm a battle royal specialist. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, you know, not 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 to. Uh, Definitely not to split hairs, but all like pretty much all the the majority of the battle royals I did was while I was a manager, because gotcha. <laughs> because if I'm 
could win something. I'm going to try to win something. And <laughs> I'm a manager and they say anybody could jump in the battle Royal. Heck I'll jump in because if I could get in there and like I said, dump people on their head or throw them over the top rope, I'm going to do it. Not that I won any of those battle Royals, but it was definitely a good time and I have no problem hitting people. So I'm okay with that. Good thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Just well, go ahead and hashtag it out right now. Smash over Flash. Dump you on your head. Kick you in the mouth. <laughs> punch you in the face. Let me get trust that me. out there. Yeah, trust me. Laura's smash typing as fast as she can rattle it off. Over Flash. Yep, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about the intergender uh, matches. And... Um, and it seems to be, you know, quite popular on the independent circuit nowadays, you know, with especially with uh, Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan winning the PWG tag team titles. Um, what do you think is the appeal of these matches, uh, you know, and, and gaining popularity as of late? That's, um, I I was just literally talking about this last night. Um, on the West Coast, I do not believe they're as popular as they are getting on the East Coast. Um, out here, you're more likely to see girl versus girl out here than you are girl versus guy, with some exceptions. Um, right. I think, though, like I have heard on the East Coast, and I, I can't say that I keep up with absolutely everything, but I have heard that there are some really great intergender matches going on out there. And definitely Candace and Joey uh, help bring that vibe together. But I just think uh, in general, it's a sign of the times and a sign of, you know, the can do, the woman can do attitude and hopefully a new era of female wrestlers that aren't willing to settle just for anything that are willing to push the envelope and willing to, you know, try for more, try for bigger matches, try for better matches, and try to push themselves mentally and physically. Hmm. How about I realize I like the power. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the East Coast, when are we going to see you on the East Coast? I would love to see you in Shine or Shimmer or even in PWX. Um. I don't know, and I, I, I don't say that as um, trying to be condescending. I, I don't know because I actually have had a, a few offers to go out that way. However, in my head, I feel that if I'm going to go somewhere where it's going to be my first impression on anybody, where, you know, people don't know me, they don't know my background, they haven't seen, they probably, you know, haven't seen, you know, my matches that I want to make sure that would make an absolute good impression. And um, a little, uh, spoiler alert, I've only been doing this a little over a year. So I would rather take more time and go through the steps, go through go through all the, you know, another, <laughs> uh, not well, miss I, a step. I, I understand you want to perfect your craft a little more before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was this thing. Uh, do you guys go to the Cauliflower Alley? Did you guys go this year? Did not, but know know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I was at Cauliflower this year, and I was in 
a uh, session with uh, Daniels and Kazarian, and there was something that they said that really stuck with me that day. And it was that when you're in wrestling and you're a young person in wrestling, you're just starting out, do everything the way you're supposed to do it. Go in all the steps. Do not try to skip a step because it's when you're skipping steps is where you're going to, you know, you're going to wind up missing something. So I kind of hope to live by that. And I, I, I just want to make sure I'm experiencing all the way I'm supposed to experience it. I don't want to jump steps. I don't want to, you know, definitely not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They just skip a step. <laughs> I want to experience it all. Right. You basically don't want to be on a stage such as Shine or Shimmer uh, without, you know, being, without you feeling like you know you're you're prepared to do this. Yeah, exactly. There's there's that. There's there's also the the things that I feel as a younger person in wrestling that I should do. The part of paying your dues, which I I kind of have done for. Well, I was managing and driving literally to all these states to, you know, driving the boys to all these states while we go and we do shows for, you know, $15 and you're three states away from home. But I, I want right. to make sure I also get that experience as a wrestler, not just as a manager. Well, and, and looking over something, and, 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 I, and I, get the, I get the thing, Ruby, about taking shortcuts, you know, or not wanting to take shortcuts and, and you obviously haven't taken any shortcuts in the sense that you won the Luna Vachon Cup, you know, and that and that to us, uh, you know, is is a statement into its own. If you can, can you take us back to the night that you won the cup and tell us your thoughts on winning that event? Absolutely not. I will be doing none of that. Okay, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Waka waka, I'm kind of goofy. Um, <laughs> so the yeah, I got her laughing. <laughs> the Luna Vachon, it's it's huge to me. That was so huge because this was the third year I've been in the Luna Vachon, and I've actually feel like I've been able to see the the Luna Vachon evolve because the first year it was a battle royal, the second year it was a battle royal, the third year it was a battle. Bo- battle royal until two people and then the last two had a match this year it was the rumble type gauntlet and essentially it was the last man standing at the end or woman standing should i say um right but that night you know getting the getting getting the pin on andrea the giant and just having that cup handed to me was probably in the top the top experiences of my life because as a kid, when you're watching, you know, WWE or for me, you're, you know, watching WWE and watching glow, uh, nothing's more exciting than when you get handed the glow crown or when you're handed the WWE, you know, intercontinental belt. And so being handed something that shows like, Hey, you earned this, this is yours. Mm-hmm. This trophies you for you. It's, 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 it's definitely a tearjerker. I, could say that for sure. It's a tearjerker. And just thinking about it right now, I'm going to get all misty-eyed and need a Kleenex or something. <laughs> oh. No, it, it, it's a big deal, you know, and, and that that's why, yeah. you know, we wanted to wanted to bring it up. You know, you, you know, you had said even though that you had only been involved in active in-ring competition for a certain period of time, there are things that, that, 
that us as fans and, and, and our listeners look at. And, you know, we put out the information. Go, you know, go Google Ruby Rays. Look at her matches. I've watched some of your matches. You don't look like, you know, you've just come out of class six months earlier. You have all the right skill set. You've got the right moves. Your timing is good. You have accolades behind your name. And for me, it's really only a matter of time and continuing to travel the path that you're on, and success will be yours. So, you know, from from all of us here, you know, we have all the faith and confidence in the world that that you're going to be that top tier talent that we know that you can that, that we know you will be. So, you know, that's just from us. So. Yeah, for sure. And thank you, thank you so much. I'm trying. I'm definitely trying. I I do believe that Santino Brothers is definitely the spot to help prepare me for them uh for just wrestling in general um but yeah i i even got uh the wca race for the ring is coming up in january and that's another one of those you know once a year competitions and that is january 24th i believe but that's another one of those where I'm, I know I'm going to go into the event and I'm going to be nervous as heck. And it's for what I consider a huge honor to be, you know, race for the ring champion for the women. And I, so you, if you want to wish me luck, wish me luck for that one because I'm, I'm nervous and it's only October. <laughs> we're about, we're behind you 100%. You can count on us to back you. I know that you had put out on social media that, that you had said that this was going to be, one of your last interviews for a while. So I wanted to know, is there anything that you would like to say directly to your fans uh, and the people that support you? Uh, you know, this is a platform to do that. Was there anything that you'd like to say to them? Go to my online store. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bye I'll now. Uh, yeah, razorpops.bigcartel.com. But um, <laughs> um, if I could say if I could say something to the fans, um, thank you for everything so far, and thank you for all the support, even even for the weird messages that I get that I'm I'm not so <laughs> sure about. <laughs> and thank you Bless for. You <laughs> and thank you for um, hanging with me. I know always that. Um, the holiday season is always a down, you know, down season for wrestling. And I actually am looking forward to spending the holidays with my families for the first time that I don't have school to worry about during the holidays. So uh, hang through the holidays while the, uh, while we all, you know, hang with our families and get to race for the ring in January. Now you had, uh, you had mentioned that event. You said that was coming up in January. What promotion is that for, Ruby, and where is it going to be held at? Uh, where the uh, hold on, you know what? I can tell you exactly. Okay. It's going to be um. So WCA uh, Race for the Ring is actually being hosted by AWS this year. Um, okay. So that's the promotion out of Southgate where. I really wish you could find more of their stuff online, but all their stuff is on SmartMark Video, and they okay. they do some really amazing matches through uh, AWS. But AWS Bart Kapitsky is helping host WCA Waste for the Ring. It's in Southgate on uh, mm-hmm. Friday, January twenty third. 
And I will definitely, you know, be posting up the uh, event event page. Uh, the AWS, anytime AWS sponsors something or for a lot of their shows, they sell out the place. So if anybody in California wants to go, and I highly recommend you go, because not only is there the women's race for the ring, there's a tag team race for the ring. And uh, that's going to be amazing with tag teams like Timothy Thatcher and Oliver John or the Suburban Commandos. So, yeah, if you're in California or surrounding areas, just go. You're going to want to see this. It's going to be great. Now, are you going to be at the AWS event on the 25th of this month? Yeah, that's that's this Saturday. That's uh, me and Sage Sin versus Nicole Savoy and Candice LeRae. All right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had this right. Yeah. American Legion Post, 335, Southgate, California, Saturday, October 25th. Doors open at 730. Bell time is at 8 o'clock for AWS. If folks want to find you on uh, social media, you want to give that information out again, and, and we'll obviously put it on our website again tonight. Yeah. So um, my online store, online store, online store is <laughs> Razor Pop. Razorpop.bigcartel.com. As far as social media, you can find me on any social, pretty much any social media. I'm a social media whore under the name Razorpops. That's R A Z E R P O P S. Okay. And most people know from all the promotion that we've done, your Twitter and all that other stuff, but we will. We will, like I said, put that up on our on our website again tonight for people that, that want those links, and we'll certainly get your uh, online store, online store, online store <laughs> up on our website tonight as well. Uh, one last thing, Ruby, that we ask all of our guests to do, if you don't mind, if you could just record a little bump for us, if you could just say something like, this is Ruby Rays, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show or any variation thereof. It'd be really cool, and you you could can go whenever I, you want. Can I, can I can I just say raise because actually I I usually just wrestle by raise. You can you can use okay. anything that you like. Exactly. Great. Great. All right. Count me down. Give me a three, two, one. Go ahead, Laura. Three, two, one, go. Wait, I forgot what I was supposed to say. <laughs> that you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Okay. Okay. Three, so three, two, one. <laughs> Hi, this is Ray's, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Ruby, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great time. Thank you so much. Thank you. So Have a we. wonderful evening. All right. Bye. 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 There she goes. She's already gone. Quick like a hiccup. Exactly. Quick like a hiccup. Really cool to have her on. Really yes. cool to have I her mean, on. Totally, totally. And uh, got a um, got a couple of tweets from previous guests, Hudson Enzi, because I put out that we were talking about mm-hmm. their tag team, and she thought mm-hmm. maybe that um, someone was bashing you know, hashtag raising envy. And I was like, yeah. no, not us. No, no, <laughs> Never no, 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 no. us. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not stupid. No. no, let's get clarification on that before it gets out of hand. I don't need any, 
anybody calling in, accusing me of calling him a shoegazer again. So, <laughs> goodness gracious, you know, folks. And, and, and one of the, one, you know, one of the things when we were looking over uh, Rays is is that you know the number of the number of female wrestlers on the West Coast, the number of quality wrestlers, uh, they're they they are there. You just have to look for them, and that's part of that West Coast thing that we keep trying to trying to drag in. You know, we're, we keep trying to get in people that we feel that you would be interested in, and that's why we called this show "Kicking Butt from Coast to Coast" because our next guest coming up here in the uh, in the eight o'clock hour is more on the East Coast. You know, and she's out west, and we certainly appreciate her with the time difference taking time out of her uh, her afternoon to be with us. So, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yeah, she is formidable, and, uh, you know, I keep saying this. I, I just want to see women who can wrestle. You know, it's it's all fine and good if you're pretty and everything, um, mm-hmm. but if you can't wrestle, I mean, you know, I'm not a man. You know, I, I, I don't particularly like to see, you know, the eye candy or whatever. I want to see somebody wrestle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you got both, like, say, Gail Kim, that's wonderful. Right. Absolutely right. wonderful. But right. I just want to see some girls just get in there and just tear it up. There you go. There's, some, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I want to go back, and then I'm going to have you read read down some events while I get James on the phone. I wanted to go back to what I was talking about a little bit earlier, you know, uh, mm-hmm. what, what Ray's was talking about, about, paying dues and not taking shortcuts and making sure that she had all the steps in place. I want to go back to the comment that I made that I found uh, Ronda Rousey's four horsewomen entourage and her standing around giving the four horsemen sign why I thought it was disrespectful and and got a bunch of crap for it. So I'm going to tell it to you just like this, okay? I'm going to tell it to you just like this. When you've been around for longer than a hot cup of coffee, when you can tell me that you've wrestled six days a week and twice on Sundays, when you can tell me that you've been on the road for 343 days, when you can tell me that you carried not only a promotion, but you carried an entire territory, When you can tell me that you sold out the Omni in Atlanta, the Greensboro Coliseum, the Norfolk Scope, when you can tell me that you've done all of those things, then you can tell me that you know what it means to hold up that symbol and stand and take a picture with a fan. I wonder what Ashley Flair thinks of it. I wonder what Tessa Blanchard thinks of it. To see somebody come in and just say, oh, "I'm just going to stand around with three or two or three of my friends, and we're going to call ourselves the Four Horsewomen, and I'm going to take pictures with fans, and I'm going to show the symbol of excellence. I'm not taking away anything that Miss Rousey has done in her chosen craft, but we're talking about professional." wrestling and for you to stand there and throw up a symbol like that and call your click 
the four horsewomen, when you have no association with it whatsoever, to me, that's disrespectful. That's how I feel about it. I see. So why don't you go on and read down some indie events? I'm going to get James on the phone. You do that, Bob. I'm reading down NWA Houston, Saturday, October 25th, 7.30 bell time, the VFW Post, 8905, Cypress, Texas. Scheduled to appear, Houston Carson, Steve Anthony, Barbie Hayden, Delilah Doom, Matt Riviera, Greg Anthony, and more. You can find out more information at www.nwahouston.com. Just want to mention real quick, I will be attending the Chikara Show in Gibsonville, North Carolina, this Saturday at the Mid-Atlantic Sportatorium. I am so psyched to see this. I have never been to Chikara. Um, I absolutely love it. Uh, Looking forward to going out and seeing this wild, wild and crazy show um, but back to more indie events. Uh, we've got a Ring of Honor TV taping Saturday, October 25th at the Lakeland Center in Lakeland, Florida. 7.30 bell time scheduled to appear. Matt Seidel, Adam Cole. Bob's not going to say baby. Uh, Ring of Honor champion Jay Briscoe, AJ Styles. Good friend Cedric Alexander, the PWX champ. The decade with Adam Page and Adam Page, and more. More info at www.rohwrestling.com, NWA Vendetta Pro Wrestling, Saturday, October 25th at the Desert Empire Fairgrounds in Ridgecrest, California, 7 p.m. bell time, scheduled to appear. Eric Watts, Gene, uh, Gene, sorry, I see Hernandez, I want to say Gina, sorry. Greg Hernandez, former WWE talent, Ricardo Rodriguez, Former WWA TNA talent Shelly Martinez, Global Assault, Global Assault. Sorry, folks, my voice is ugh, for some reason. And more. You can visit www.vendettaprowrestling.com uh, for more information. Also, want to talk real quick about a new promotion that is going to be putting on a show in North Carolina um, the weekend after. Halloween, if I can get to it, because my phone doesn't want to uh, cooperate. Oh, and our good friend George International Coles, who has co-hosted with us many times, is going to be at that Ring of Honor uh, show. So if you're going to that Ring of Honor show, go say hey to George. George is great. Um, yep. yep. Are you back? Hey, George is great. I was, yeah, I'm back. I was agreeing. George is great. Okay. George is great. Um do I have time to run down this uh, Pro Wrestling yes, Now? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Pro Wrestling Now presents Now or Never, Saturday, November 1st, at the AIT Festival Hall in Fayetteville, North Kakalaki. This show is going to be co-headlined by Cedric Alexander versus B.J. Whitmer, and for the first time in three years, the All Night Express, which consists of Kenny King and Rhett Titus, <laughs> Rhett Titus will reunite to face Los Vendejos. John Schuyler, Billy Brash, Rob Kiljoy, Josh, Joshua Cutshaw, who is one of my favorite people. Um, Drew Myers and Jackson James are scheduled to appear. You can find out more information on this at pwnwrestling.com. They're going to announce more matches uh, this upcoming week, uh, so keep an eye on social media and this website. 
I am sure that they will um, let everybody know the matchups before then. Um, also, just wanted to talk about um, Ethan Case winning the Ultra J title at mm-hmm. CWF uh, Mid Atlantic um, this weekend, and he legit knocked out Lance Lude. It, I don't think that was something that was intended. The referee just stopped the match. There was no count or anything like that. So, um, but um, you know. Um, Lance Lude being the tough um, person that he is still uh, was at PWX and I want to mention really quickly uh, before we get to James I'm sorry I did not mention that my good friend Rachel Freeman um, made her PWX wrestling debut with Lance Lude against um, Jackson James and Tessa Blanchard and I'm so proud of Rachel she did so great, and I'm looking forward to seeing what great and wonderful things are going to happen to her in wrestling. I'm so proud of Rachel. Yep. So if you're listening, yep. Rachel, you, you did wonderful. Yeah, tweet me, Rachel. Tweet me. All right. <laughs> Without any further ado, uh, really uh, glad that we could uh, get time out of his schedule. I want to bring on uh, James Drake from SWA Wrestling. Uh, really, really happy to have him on the show. So let's get James on. James, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. How are you guys doing this evening? Doing, doing fine, Mr. Drake. How are you? Well, I've been better, if you want me to be quite honest. There's, a, there's been a lot of things going on in the land of Drake, so to speak, over the last two, three weeks, four weeks. Darn near the last half of a year, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna get into that. We're gonna we're gonna cover that. And uh, first and okay. foremost, wanna wanna thank you for taking time to be with us tonight. Uh, on the other end of the line is uh, the other co-host of the show. You know her, Laura. Laura's on the other end. Laura, you want to say hi to to James? What's up, James? Hello, Laura. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. <laughs> are Are you lying? Sounds like you're Am lying. I lying? No, I never lie. Mm-hmm. You're a female <laughs> whose mouth moves. We know better. <laughs> See? Oh my lord. Yeah. No, we would we would we would ask uh, if we could, Mr. Drake, to to try to maintain some type of a cordial format, some composure, if at all possible. I mean, there is the co-host of the show. If you don't, you don't I, mind. I apologize for you, Bob, but okay. All right. Thank, I, thank I'll you. I'll so. do every, I'll do everything I can. All right, thank 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 you so much for your for your latitude. Um, what sets you apart, James, from the rest of the roster in SWA, and and what's and what sets SWA apart from other promotions? Well, I'll touch on the second part of it first. I'll touch on what sets the SWA apart from all the other promotions. Um, the SWA has been a tight knit family for well over twelve, thirteen years. Um, mm-hmm. What's uh, what started out as I mean, it started out as one one man's dream. It'd be Ralph Reimer. He said, "I want to run a wrestling show." Well, his son David Reimer, wicked, um, said, "Well, you know, uh, it can happen. Let's get the things together and do it." So they went out, found a ring, found a roster, found talent, found somebody to run it, and will snap. And the rest is history. Now it's been pretty much the same core guys for the last 13 years. I was gone for about four years um, due to 
me and the company. But, you know, it, it all came out in the wash. But the Southern Wrestling Association is a lot, a lot of the best talent a lot of people have never heard of. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where that's where Rob Kiljoy started blowing up. That's where, that's where I got my start. Shay Shay McGrady. Um, some people know the ego Marshall Simmons. He got his start there. Um, Gunner started making a name at FWA. The first time I met him, honest to God, was in Hendersonville, North Carolina, at a show. He had just gotten back from a tour of duty, and, I mean, he looked like uh, – I, I didn't want to get in the ring with him, to be quite honest. He was large, extremely right. large, just as big as he was now. And always been a super cool guy, but he's always had more talent than – anybody he's around and you can tell that he's got that it factor and that's something else SWA, uh, SWA locker room has we may not have everybody back there that has the prototypical look of a professional wrestler but I, I dare anybody on the indie circuit or even in the big time to come in and try to match the work rate of the locker room at SWA period well, you're you're obviously a, a great spokesperson for SWA. You're the current SWA champion, and with that, and you had mentioned his name, and I'm going to lead into this next question. Give me your thoughts or your opinion of uh, of Wicked David Reimer, if you would, please. Um. Well, Wicked is one of the best competitors that anybody will ever step in the ring with. He's he's straightforward to the point. And, I mean, he's just a tough individual, period. He's, he's been a tough individual for as long as I've known him. He's the fellow that trained me, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. And right. I wouldn't be half the wrestler I am now, and I wouldn't have half the name or notoriety that I do now without David Reimer and his his belief in me, to be quite honest. Because when nobody else gave me a shot, David said, go out there, kid. And he gave me an opportunity that nobody else would. So, I mean, on that point, he's a, he's a very good person. He's a very good Uh-oh. Yeah. James? James, are you there? I think he might be having signal trouble. Possibly. Possibly. James, can you hear us? And his call just dropped. That is the perils, once again, folks, of doing live podcasting. I'm going to try to get him on the phone again. Hello. All right. Your your call has I, dropped on. I apologize. Um, and my phone don't get along too well on the back roads here in North Carolina. I understand. Uh, I apologize. But what, what I was getting to, I mean, David Reimer, the person and the competitor, is and he's an amazing person. And he loves to give everybody a shot. He likes to do everything by book. But when it comes down to it, it's kind of a what have you done for me lately type deal. See, I mean, I got my shot at the SWA Heavyweight Championship because I got tired of waiting around on it. I finally just decided it's time to take it because nobody's going to give it to me. 
I figured that uh, for as, much, as many years and as much blood, sweat, and tear, uh, blood, sweat, and tears as I put into the company, that we could finally acknowledge and start um, noticing that I was putting on better matches than his entire locker room, or that I was going out there week after week and doing the jobs that nobody else wanted to do. I was wrestling the people nobody else wanted to wrestle. But I finally just had to uh, make sure that everybody knew who I was by making a statement loud enough to be heard all up and down the southeast. Fair enough. That's fair enough. It's it's obvious being the champ that you have a target on your back every night. Everybody knows that. Right. How, how do you deal with that kind of pressure, James? What pressure? The fact that there's a target on my back? Of course there's yes. a target on my back. I wear it around my waist. The fact of the matter is this, okay? While I may not look like it, while my physique may not be cut up like a John Schuyler, it may not be solid like a Jackson James or uh, like an Adam James or like anybody like it, I promise that I have prepared just as hard as anybody else who steps in the ring with me. I've got 13 years of experience in wrestling. That goes a long way. Don't let the physique fool you. Just because I look like I'm not an athlete doesn't mean that I won't get in there and out-wrestle anybody that decides to step through the ropes with me. There's nobody in wrestling as tough as I am. There's nobody in wrestling that's been through what I've been through over the last 13 years. And I feel like that's contributed to uh, to me holding the SWA championship and turning the heads of some very important people, like ECW original Chris Hamrick. Right. Chris Hamrick has uh, finally jumped on the James Drake bandwagon and... Me and him are starting to team up at SWA. He's starting to uh, to come along. He's starting to fight the good fight against David Reimer, against uh, Vince Reimer, against everybody in the upper brass of the SWA because we're tired of being held down. I understand completely, and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to Laura. I know that Laura has some questions for you, James. Okay, Laura, you can I have my phone number? <sighs> I don't know whether I can go on or not, knowing that, but I'll do my best. Okay. Um, well, let's let's just get to the the point right here. What has happened in your life that you have such disrespect for women? What has happened in my life that I have such disrespect for women? I love women. I respect women as as much as I can, as long as they know their place. Ding, ding, ding. Tell him he's won, Johnny. I've been waiting for that little phrase right there. I've seen you say that so much on Facebook. And what as long as they know their place. What okay. place is that? Well, definitely not in a man's world. If, um, if you want to know where not to put your nose, just call Mama Killjoy and ask her what happens when you step into my world. When you try to assert yourself as a man, no, that don't happen. Your job is to sit back and support the men in your life that are out doing the things that they're supposed to do to make sure that you have a roof over your head, food on your table, clothes on your back, and make sure that you worship the ground that they walk on. You don't try to get in the ring and disrespect them and slap them in the face. No, all that does is land you in a hospital. You want to hit me like a man? <laughs> I'll break your jaw like a man. 
Lord have mercy. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know where to go with that one. But um, well, you asked the question. I gave an answer. Right, and you did. You did. And I, I, I look. You don't know. get me wrong. I love. I absolutely love women. Love them. Greatest thing God ever made next to me. But when Alexis Parrish gets in the ring with me, I dispose of her as quickly as possible because, I mean, she's a competitor. She's a great competitor. She's a great wrestler. But she doesn't belong in there with me. End of discussion. All right. Well, let's talk about someone who I think belongs in there with you, but... According to some comments made on Facebook, I'm not sure if you think he belongs in there with you. It seems you don't have much respect for Joshua Cutshaw. Um, for Josh Cutshaw? Yeah. Okay, here's a, here's a little known fact about myself and Joshua Cutshaw. We're very good friends. We talk on a regular basis. Me and him connect on a different level. He is an extremely intelligent individual. Mm-hmm, I'll agree. He, huh? I'll agree. Okay, well, see, me and Josh Cutshaw, we go back about two and a half, three years, and I was a big Josh Cutshaw advocate. For I was, I've always supported him as far as his work and things like that go. But the first time that I met him, I was at HBW in Hendersonville, and um, I watched him wrestle. He came back and he said, "What did you think?" I said, "Do you want my honest opinion or do you want me to lie?" He said, "No, I want your honest opinion." I said, "Are you ready for this?" He says, "Sure." I said, you suck. There's a lot of things that you need to work on. He, he Instead of getting upset, instead of getting mad, instead of blowing up and calling me every name in the book, the kid looked at me and said, what can I do to get better? Something you women don't know anything about. You don't know how to humble yourself before, man, but, I mean, that's a story for a different time. But Josh Cutshaw said, how, how do I get better, Josh said. I said, well, kid, you just you just made the first step by asking. And over the next six months, his work just went through the roof. He started taking the advice of a lot of the veterans in the locker rooms that he was in, and he's blown up. His look over the last year and a half has just went, it's, it's improved dramatically. And in my opinion, he's going to be one of the top stars around here as long as he keeps doing what he's doing. I'll, so, I'll once again, your that. your assumptions were wrong. Well, I'm just going by what you put on Facebook. It didn't you seem can't like you go by what you, you can't go by what we put on Facebook, especially me. Duly, duly noted. Uh, <laughs> duly noted. Bob, do we have someone calling in? Uh, I see a call, but they haven't they haven't popped in like they you know like they want to to join in. If you're if you're calling into the show, folks, number is two one three eight one six one six zero five. If you'd like to speak to myself, Laura, or SWA champion James Drake, it's simply when you call, you press one, put you into the queue, and I can see that you want to uh, have a question or you would like to make a comment. So that being said, we'll uh, well there it goes right there. Let's uh, you mind taking a call, James? Is that all right with you? Oh, absolutely. All right, let's see see who this might be. Uh, 828, you're on with Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Hey there, fella. <laughs> um, <laughs> what up, buddy? How are you? 
I I just heard my name and the word suck in the same sentence, and it kind of kind of hurt my feelings. Oh, hush. Listen, this is the same conversation we've had 15,000 times. So, you know uh, that as well as I do. I do. Okay. But uh, I, I do want to go back to what Laura said. Uh, when are we getting in the ring again there, fella? Oh, whenever you quit dodging me. Ooh. Me dot me dot you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You that's, know, good look. Good. You've been you you've been wrestling Tracer X for the last six months because he's smaller than you are. You don't want to get in there with me. I mean, you're good. You're, you you're, you're good. you're good. You're good. You're very good. I give you that. Really, good. we had a lot of feuds. We had a lot of matches at HBW. You can almost flip the coin to see who was going to win that night. But I'm a little bit different now than I was then. I'm a little Same bit different here. of a James Drake yeah. than I was then. You're more obnoxious. More obnoxious? Yeah. Laura, Laura, I need you to do me a favor. Don't speak until spoken to, okay? Thank you. Uh, Josh? I need you to do me a favor and to realize that this is my show and I can talk to you. I don't care whose show. I do not care whose show it is. Bob is the host of this show, period. You are just... Great age. Stay here on standby. Folks, if we could we could maintain maintain some type of, of of civility, if we could, please. Well, I need you. I need you to get control of your female there, um, Josh. I'm down whenever you get it booked. Well, you're you're Mr. Champion. I'm issuing the challenge, and this time I do not come in peace. God dang it! Well, look, you call. Hashtag half a dime, Mr. Wicked, Mr. David Reimer, and get him set up. I'm down anytime. My belt's always up for grabs. All you have to do is name the place, name the time, and get it sanctioned. There you go. I will do that. And remember, I'm not the same Joshua Cutshaw that I was either. <laughs> I'm not worried about you. That's right. See it would later, be a good match. Fella. I'll give you that much. Laura, you did that on purpose, didn't you? Did what on purpose? You called him on purpose. I didn't. You're know. just trying to stir. You're trying to stir the pot. You're trying to stick your nose in places that it doesn't belong. Typical female. Look, I, I have no. Trying to stir the pot. See, this is this is what makes me upset about females. Okay, now, you talking about I have disrespect towards women. I don't. I have disrespect towards women that don't know their place, and you're sticking your nose in places that doesn't belong by calling Joshua Cutshaw. You can say that he called in and that it popped up, but I know better. You're stirring the pot. I know you're stirring the pot because you're a female. You know, uh, you can call it what you want. It really doesn't matter. Um, Josh called in on his own volition. I didn't call him. Bob controls the board. So I have a telephone in my ear, and that's about it. So. Oh, okay. Well, I don't I don't believe you, but anyways. Anyway, we'll we'll move right along and, and talk about another uh, favorite person of yours, Rob Killjoy. Next question. You, you don't want to talk about Rob Killjoy? Listen. I have said all I need to say about Rob Kiljoy. It's as simple as this. I told him 
from the get-go that he did not want to get in the ring with me. He did not want any piece of me. He did not want any part of me. At Hallowed Grounds, I finished what I started by punching his mother in the face by almost ending not only his career, but his life. And if he continues to stick his nose in my business, Mama Killjoy is going to have two kids in a neck brace. Oh. This goes this goes a lot further than wrestling. A lot further than wrestling. Uh, Rob James. has been a thorn Rob has been a thorn in my side for over eight years. He got heavy on my coattails, carrying him from show to show, getting him seen, getting him notoriety, making his name what it is now. Just for him to go behind my back and get me thrown out of an organization. Remember that difference of opinion I was talking about that got me thrown out of SWA for four years? Yeah, Rob Killjoy is the reason. He's the reason that there was a difference of opinion between me and the SWA upper brass. And he also got tried to get me blackballed from other organizations around North Carolina. But that was something that I wasn't going to touch on while we were talking about what's going on between me and him in Forest City with the SWA. So, I mean, what else do you want me to say about him? Do you want me to say that he's talented? Because he is. Do you want me to say that he's one of the best wrestlers in the Southeast? I believe he's one of the best wrestlers in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, you name it. Probably one of the best wrestlers without a contract. But as a person, Rob Kiljoy is absolutely, positively despicable and will shove a knife in your back as quick as he will pat you on the back. James, uh, do you see. feel like take, do you feel like taking another call? Absolutely. Let's see who we got here. Uh, 336, you're on with Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Hi, guys. It's Trash. What's going on? Hey, hey how Trash? you doing, Trash? I'm doing great. Hey, James, what's, I don't like Rob, and I don't even know who you're talking about. So you've got me angry too, brother. So I'm on your side. Hey, fair enough. That's right. Fair enough. I like it. I don't even know. I want I want to go off topic for a second, and I want to share some topical wrestling information and news, if I could, Bob and Lori. Is that cool? Yeah, we we can we can give it a minute, Trash. Sure. Okay. I just want to let you know I got a scoop. I'm down here for my shoot job. I got kicked out of Trump Towers on South Beach for wearing a honky tonk man T-shirt. I'm angry about that. I'm as angry about that as, as our caller, our guy is about Rob Kiljoy. So I share his passion, but I just want to let you guys know, Donald Trump fears the honky-tonk man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scooping it on your show. There was a guy next to me in a Pantera T-shirt. He was fine to walk around, but I had the greatest intercontinental champion. I was repping him in the 305, and I was kicked out. So I just wanted to give you guys the new scoop. We certainly appreciate that, Trash. I know that, that that right there is going to turn some heads. Yep, but I do hate Rob Kiljoy now. I'm, I've got a newfound venom and anger for him. I appreciate it. Thank you. Somebody yeah. else is fighting the good fight, too, Laura. You hear that, right? It's about time. Laura, how are you yeah. doing, buddy? Yeah, I, I hear that. Okay, just make it sure. Well, hey, I'm not going to take up any more of your time, but I just wanted to say I'm angry, too, like the guy that's talking on, on right now that you're interviewing. I hate Rob, and I'm angry, too. <laughs> Thank you, Trash. Bye. <laughs> uh, that was about random as random as it comes. 
that that's it. That's it. But uh, we certainly appreciate wow. Trash calling in. Uh, Honky tonk reference. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. But yeah. Well, the, I mean, hey, it's, it is of, trash. That, that's that's right. Well, Carol's know, applied podcasting. I, <laughs> I was going to ask you, James, what happened between the two of you, you and Rob, but you just explained um, to me what happened. So basically, to you, Rob Killjoy's backstabber. Absolutely, yes. I mean, he's 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 ungrateful. Think about. It. Let me ask you a question, and I, I'm gonna ask both of you. Okay, if let's say you were trying to get into radio, you were trying to get into uh, into doing a podcast like you're doing now, and I mean, you started trying to do it, and I mean, you're doing okay at it, but you're not getting the views or the likes or anything like that that you want. Okay, now. Let's say that you find someone who's been doing it for a very long time. They like your show, and they say, "You know what? I want to. I want to take you under my wing. I want to show you. I want to show you off. Show you to some people. Let some people hear you that might actually. Uh, that might actually generate some more likes, some more listens. So, uh, might lead to bigger shows, things like that. For four years." They take you and they get you notoriety everywhere. You start blowing up. Your name starts going all over the place, things like that. But you feel like they're in your way and you can do a better job than what they're doing. Would you uh, do what you could to get them out of the way? Or would you try to take them with you and both of you try to get as much notoriety as possible? What do you think, think, Laura? You take the ladder, right? That's not what happened. What happened is Rob Kildoy tried to cut my throat after I got him noticed everywhere. He wouldn't be he wouldn't have been the APW Chester heavyweight champion had I not taken him to Chester. He would not have been the SWA heavyweight champion had I stuck up the wicked. Had I not stuck up the driver to give his kid a chance. Because he was fired three different times. Who went to bat for him? It wasn't anybody that he's friends with there now, it was myself. James Drake. I went to Wicked and said, listen, you need to give this kid a shot. He's got it. He's good. He's going to do just fine. You tell me what he needs to work on, I'll fix it. I'll do whatever I have to do. Make sure he has a spot, please, because the kid's good. And then I'm showing the door. That's not cool. I see. That's what this boils down to. This boils down to him being an ungrateful backstabber. Mm. Well, I'm... Okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Uh, I got one more question for you. You were talking about sure. Chris Hamrick a little bit ago. The two mm-hmm. of you are tag team partners. You said that as well. Has he told Absolutely. you any good ECW stories? Uh, oh, Lord. Some that I can probably not share on the air. <laughs> I bet. Uh, but um, my favorite story that he's told me, and he's told me recently, it's not really an ECW story, but it's just a story in general. Ricky Morton was uh, talking to him and talking to Kid Cash when they were starting to get starting to get into the business. And they were getting ready to make their trip up to ECW, and they were out, they were doing everything, killing themselves every night, going out there doing all the, all the high spots you can think of, hitting every move on demand, taking every crazy bump you can think of. And Ricky Morton said, Hey, boys, you don't have to kill each other. You go out there, you don't have to do quite so much. I'm 50 years old. And look, I'm still out here wrestling. Hamrick said, him and Cash looked at each other and looked back at Ricky Morton and said, 
Oh, you're just mad because you can't do what we're doing. You shut up, sit over to the side. They get up to ECW, they're wrestling two, three times a week, going out there killing themselves, they can't move. They look at each other and they say, you know what? I think that Ricky Morton guy knew what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stories that he tells. I mean, I can't remember all of them that he tells so many, but, I mean, they, some of them are not appropriate for the air. Some of them are not appropriate to be told outside of a locker room. Oh, wow. Yeah, so and that's that's about the gist of it. But, I mean, Chris Hamrick, is, he's a... He's a great guy for the youngsters to go to and ask, hey, will you help me with this? Because if you've thought about trying it, he's done it. And you're not the first person I've heard say that either. We've had a couple other people on that have, have talked about Chris Hamrick uh, in a very high regard. And I remember when Kid Cash debuted in ECW in those first television tapings that that i got a hold of and you're right he was going out there flipping around like i don't know what just doing incredible spots and you know there's no longevity in it after a certain point in time so makes true, a lot of sense true. Um, yeah, i mean the way hammer the way hammer moves in the ring you don't think he's as old as he is mm-hmm. i mean i he just had a birthday yesterday i believe it was on facebook and mm-hmm. it said 48 years old Really? I'm trying to figure out how in the world he's been alive for 48 years, seeing some of the spots that he's done. Yeah. But he still moves around like he's in his mid-30s. It's unreal. It's like he's he's ageless. Like, age doesn't catch up with him. It, it just surprises me. And his psychology in the ring is really good and probably one of the most hilarious wrestlers I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I want to, I want to do something James I want to I want to pull back the curtain for a minute if we can because I sure. saw something saw something this week and it got me kind of thinking and it generated a lot of comments and 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 I just I wanted to get it from your point of view I I had someone post something on their page that I read about a wrestler at a show making a a child cry at the show after yelling at at the at the child I believe the child was 5 or 6 years old and obviously, this right. is a guy that that portrays a heel character. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it necessary, as part of a character, to yell at children to get over as a heel character? Or are there other ways to do it, in your opinion? Oh, there's a lot of different ways to do it. A lot of different ways to do it. You also, I feel like you have to mirror your demographic almost. Like down here in the South, kids are more mouthy than the adults are. Mm. So, I mean, never. In my never, ever will you hear me insult or degrade a child. You'll never hear me call them stupid. You'll never hear me call them fat, regardless of whether they are or not. You'll never hear me call them retarded, dumb, anything like that. I will tell them to hush their mouth as they not past their bedtime, stuff like that. I will go up to them, and I'll talk as much as I can. But the easiest way to get heat from kids is to talk to them for just a second and then ignore them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever ignored a child while they're yelling at you? Do either of you have children? Oh, yes, sir. I don't, yes. know. Okay. Have you ever upset a kid, and then when they start yelling at you, don't acknowledge them? Right. right. Do they I'm not like get kidding. louder? They're going to they're gonna make sure that you hear them. Right. Right, and, and, and then all and, of their and on, friends are going to make sure. 
Right, and and on my my particular comment to this person was that I remember in my day, a lot of the characters uh, didn't have to say a word; they simply right. just stared at you, and through yes, you know, size intimidation or physical intimidation or eye contact, they intimidated you enough to, uh, you know, that that you didn't want to say anything, you know, oh, they, they, just, they just shut up, you know. But of course, that my day and and today's day is. Two totally different days, you know. And you're right; well, kids yeah. are more mouthy today. Kids, yeah, kids are a lot different now than they were even back in even back when I was a child. I knew that when my grandmother or my grandfather cut that look across the room, sit down, shut up, don't say another word. If you do, you're going to get ass whipped. Right. <laughs> it's just all there is to right. it. And I apologize right. for colorful language, but that's the only way to describe it. That's what happens in this house. Right. See and, and now, you got, and you, you got it with anything that was within reach. Oh, yeah, it didn't matter what it was. Uh, drop cord, cl- uh, clothes hanger, spatula, uh, meat cleaver. If they had it in their hand, you got beat with it. That, that's right. Yes, sir, I understand now, completely. Now you, cut that look, now you cut that look across the living room, and mm-hmm. the kid looks at you and says, what? What I do? <laughs> right. That, that's <laughs> my right. kid. And, oh, I have, I've thrown stuff at my child for doing that. There ain't no way. Nothing that'll hurt them. Like, I've thrown shears. Or I'll throw on Nerf balls or something like that, but I'm not going to throw a remote or anything like that at them. But, I mean, they got, he got the point across, like, you need to hush. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing with these kids. If you tell these kids to hush, the last thing they want to do is shut up. They want to be heard. Kids right. these days want to be heard. If kids didn't want to be heard, there wouldn't be half as, half as much crap going on under the age of 18 now. I feel like that this generation... They want to be heard. So the easiest way to make them mad and draw heat from them is to ignite them and then ignore them. Very cool. That that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. What is what is one of the things, James, that you do to keep improving as a wrestler, even though you've been in the business for 12, 13 years now? You know, I've I've always been told by numerous guests that you never stop learning well, what is what is the what is something that you do? Do you watch tape? Do you sit back behind the curtain and watch the other matches? Honest to goodness, I, I sit back behind the curtain. I watch other matches. I watch the matches of my peers. I watch um, anything you can think of. I watch old school. I watch new school. I watch any wrestling that comes on. I see it, whether it's on YouTube, whether I search it on Facebook, whether I watch it on television, but the thing that has, the thing that's helped me the most is watching movies like dramas, um, suspense thrillers, things like that, and figuring out what pulls at what emotions, and also watching um, a lot of documentaries on the human brain, on psychology, on... Um, on what triggers what emotions. Really? I mean, you have to be you, you have to be able to go out there. If you can't connect with the crowd, I don't care if you can hit every high spot in the world. If you can connect with the crowd and you can make the crowd do what you want them to do when you want them to do it, your name is George South, you lock a headlock, and you stand there for 15 minutes, and it's the most overmatch on the card. You know, I, you, you brought up his name. He had mentioned something about ring psychology and, and psychology with fans, and it had a clip of him, uh, I believe it was for Trans South Wrestling, and I can't remember the gentleman's name that he was wrestling, 
But he stood in the ring for 20 minutes and never removed his jacket. Absolutely. And was moreover, by the time that the opponent got the first headlock on him, you know, he, he, he stalled out, begged out, stalled out, begged out. When that guy put that first headlock on him, the crowd popped like, you know, like Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant at WrestleMania. You know, just Absolutely. because of that buildup. That, right. That for you think about it go ahead i'm a huge i'm a huge baseball fan think about it like this okay who's your favorite baseball team uh the yankees the yankees okay so you despise my braves oh my god you're a braves fan too i'm a diehard braves fan but see Lord, you have a lot in common uh, i'll use i'll use the red sox for example okay Say the Red Sox come to Yankee Stadium, all right? And right. the Red Sox are the heels, the Yankees are the face, all right? Okay. Red Sox ace is eight innings in, perfect game. They're doing everything they can to take shine away from the uh, away from the faces, right? Right. So every time you think they're going to get a hit, every time you think George Siles is getting ready to take that jacket off, they put it right back on. Mm-hmm. Well, when that baby face snatches that headlock, that would be when – Ichiro Suzuki breaks up the perfect game by hitting a home run. Right. Think of a pop the crowd gives right then. Yeah. True. When and that's that's how that's how I think psychology works, man. Is because if you don't give them what they want, 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 and then when you finally do, it don't matter what you do. He could have stomped George South's toe, and the crowd would have popped. Like, Hulk Hogan went over on Andre at WrestleMania. See, and all the fans on social media have been complaining about uh, the WWE for all all this time, and they've been doing exactly what, what they need to be doing. Exactly what they need to be doing. <laughs> 110%. Now, look, that brings me to another point. Brock Lesnar, I want to get y'all's opinion on this. I've got my own. Everybody's complaining about a part-timer holding the belt. Mm-hmm. A part-timer who's hardly ever on TV holding the belt. Why does the heavyweight strap need to be on every television show? It doesn't necessarily need to be. It wasn't on every yeah. television show in, in you know in previous years. I think the fans have just grown accustomed, or you know that they want that sense of that the champ is always there to defend they, any they, time against any given opponent. They want a pay-per-view quality show every time it comes on television. Sure. Yep. If you have a if you have a pay per view quality show every time it comes on television, why are you gonna pay to watch what you see on Monday night? That's right. That's right. James, you, you feel like taking another call? Sure. Let's see who this is. Uh seven oh four you're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show. James Drake. Oh my god This is Rob Kildroy. And somebody oh, told me that you were on the line a little bit ago talking a little smack about me. Is this right? No, Rob, never. I would never say anything that's dishonest about you. Everything that I have said has been the absolute truth. You better not talk on the call. No, you ain't have my time to talk. No, I have not had my time to talk. Everything I've said has been absolutely truthful about you. No, no, no. Usually, this is what I believe. Chances are, what 
you're spouting were a bunch of half-truths and half-lies. That's normally how Absolutely you do it. Absolutely not. That's what you've been doing since this whole thing started between me and you. You're an idiot. You're a half-wit. How about that? You know good and well everything I'm saying is the truth. If everything I was saying wasn't the truth, then, I mean, I wouldn't have the belt that I have now because I beat you. I beat you fair in the middle of the ring to the point to where you never threw in the towel. I beat you. I beat you again. You could not move anymore, and your mother felt like, oh my God, I better throw in the towel before I only have one tax write off at the end of the year instead of two. Oh, you think you're so oh my funny. God. Once again, once again, you think you're so funny with your jokes. But that's the thing. November 8th, November 8th, I get another shot at you. November 8th, oh, you don't. City. Oh, yes. Yeah. You don't. Oh, it's, yes. Me and David Romer, or the fans better know him as Wicked. Uh, we're going to oh. take on James Drake and Chris Hamrick in an Extreme Rules match. I thought about the contract. Personally, personally, I can't wait because I'm going to beat you, Drake. I'm going to beat you Thanks. just like you can't no. beat me. Just like you cannot beat me. And then, I can't beat then, you. Then, then I'm going to take your title from you. No, when you're I beat not. You, that pretty much guarantees me another rematch, doesn't it? Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Since when? Since when? Rob, I'm done with you. You can't beat me. You can't pin my shoulders to the mat. You've never done it cleanly. Ever. Ever. Always. Always cheated. Always cheated. Rob, the last thing, the last thing you want. You know me better than almost anyone. You know 
and you've looked in my eyes, you know exactly what I'll do whatever it takes to put you down, to stop you. You're not you're not the champion that these people deserve. You're not the champion that SWA deserves. You're not you're not who should represent this company. You're you deserve Is that so? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly Is that right. so? Is that so? Yeah, that's, yes. So the champion, the, the champion these people deserve is somebody that goes behind other people's backs and spreads any rumor known to man in order to get themselves like noticed into a company to get somebody cut from it. Now, it's someone who basically takes food out of somebody else's mouth. They take food off of another man's child's plate just to make sure that they've got a spot to show what little bit of talent they've got left. The fan, the champion these, the champion these fans deserve is the type of guy that will badmouth anybody that he can to make sure that they're not on any show that he's on, so they can't outshine him. Rob Kiljoy, that is you. Up one side and down the other. Everything I just described is you. Me, I am an upstand. I am an upstanding, honest individual who goes out and gives 110 percent every time he gets in the ring. Period. In the discussion. They let the physique fool you. I'm the best wrestler in the SWA. I'm the best wrestler in the Southeast. Period. You will not get in the ring with me and last. Period. I'll, I'll give you that, though. You're, you're very good. You're very good, Drake. I'm not going to take that away from you. I'm not taking anything away from you. You're, you do give 110%. You've been one of my toughest opponents, but that's just it. You still haven't beat me, and you won't beat me. So as good as you are, I'm simply better. And that's the thing. You think that there's your half-truths again. You go spreading all these rumors saying that I'm the one who got you kicked out of SWA. Let's be real for a minute. No, you used to just drag around a sack of trouble with you wherever you went. And no matter what you did, it only caused drama. And where'd you go? You disappeared. It wasn't because of me and the cream rises to the top. Just because I'm on top doesn't mean I moved you out of the way to get there. You weren't in the way for me to get there, but you're in the way now, and I'm going to go right through you. Rob Kiljoy, you're, so, you're such a liar. Listen, the only thing that's changed about James Drake is his marital status. The only thing that has changed about James Drake is his marital status. Period. That's it. I have been the same person from day one to right now. Okay? I am the most upfront, blunt, and honest person anybody will ever meet. You, on the other hand, or not. We know this. I've proven this, Rob. I've proven this time and time again. How? How's it proven? You said you were going to beat me, and you didn't. You said you were going to pin my shoulders to the I did beat you. You said you were going to beat me. I did. I defeated you, Rob Kiljoy. I defeated you. The truth is away on my way. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. We need to move on from this. Mr. Killjoy, November the 8th, Forest City, Extreme Rules match. You have your opportunity at, at some type of redemption. That's right. You fans want to see a fight show up there. Tell your mama I said hi. Uh, oh, she'll be there, and she's going she's gonna to watch exactly what I did to you. I'll be sure to blow her a kiss from the ring as I'm beating the just daylights out of you. You're not going to be able to do that when you're unconscious. I promise sure. you. I promise you. Thank, thank you very much for your for your call, Mr. Killjoy. Have, have a good evening, sir. Once again, to... Laura called somebody. Look, I, we I, have right. 16... I, 
We have over 16,000 downloads of this uh, show. I don't have to call anybody for somebody to want to call in. You called Rob Kiljoy. You set me up. I don't even have Rob Kiljoy's numbers. I don't want you You set me up. I ain't set nobody up. Look, if you hadn't smacked his mama, he wouldn't be calling in. It's your fault. If she hadn't laid her hands on me, she would have been able to eat solid foods instead of having to suck everything through her coffee I'm just saying, if you hadn't smacked her, he wouldn't be so mad. So that's your fault, not mine. I apologize if uh, if he cut into too much of your interview time, Mr. Drake. There's there's uh, no no sense of collusion on our end here. I was not aware that people would want to call in. Always doing that. It's all right. We can move on. I'm not worried about Rob Kiljoy. November the eighth. If you want to see what, if you want to see what I'm going to do to Rob Kiljoy, show up November the eighth. I don't care how far you have to travel. It'll be better than anything you see on television. I promise. Because this is the absolute most brutal thing you will ever see. Despise Robert Askew, aka Rob Kiljoy. Well, that was what uh, that was going to be my last uh, last question was is if you had a message for the fans and you obviously just delivered that message. I um, sure did. We certainly uh, certainly appreciate you taking the time to be with us tonight, James. If if fans want to find you on on social media, how can they do that? Um, I'm all over Facebook. Look up uh, James Drake on Facebook. I'm on Twitter um, at the Big JB Sixteen. And, I mean, I'm not hard to find. And you can find me there, or you can get in touch with Laura. Laura has me on her friends list. You have me on yours. Yep. Not hard to find. Or follow the SWA on uh, on Facebook. Search right. Southern Wrestling Association or SWA, either one, on Facebook. And I promise you won't regret it. And we'll put those uh, links up on our website tonight. And last thing that we asked, James, uh, we asked this of all of our guests to come on the show. If you could uh, record a bump for us, if you could just say something like, this is James Drake and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show or any variation therein of, uh, that would be really cool. And, and you can go whenever you're ready, sir. All right. This is the new age enforcer, James Drake, also the Southern Wrestling Association heavyweight champion, and you're listening to live at the Armory. That works for us. James, thank Thanks you very much for your time this evening. We we certainly appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Laura, yes, be, sure stay in, be sure to stay in the background and let Bob do his job. Yeah, next time I see you, you're going to wish you in the background. Oh, okay. Thank Y'all you, have a good evening. evening. Take thank care, you, sir. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Uh, James Drake, ladies and gentlemen, SWA heavyweight yeah. champion, uh, never won at a loss for words. Uh, certainly appreciate yep. his time and 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 his insights into uh, into wrestling. So, did you did you call those people and have them call in? Look, I don't have Rob Killjoy's number. I don't have Josh's number. Like I said, we have a very popular podcast, and people right. listen and want to call in. You're you're right. I would, was thinking about that on the way home this evening. Somebody asked me right before I left work. Said, "What are you doing tonight?" And I said, "Not much." And under my breath, I just said, "I'm talking on the world's hottest independent wrestling podcast, 
streaming everywhere. That's all I'm doing, duh. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Very good. Want to certainly want to thank uh, Ruby Rays and uh, James Drake for being on the show with us tonight. Uh, very very cool to have them on. Uh, and we also found out uh, found out some uh, interesting stuff that I didn't realize. I I had never thought about that about watching documentaries on the human brain as to understand or better understand how psychology works from a wrestling standpoint. Well. Regardless of what his opinion of women is, mm-hmm. the guy does his homework, and yeah. you know I, I have never seen James uh, wrestle live, but I have seen mm-hmm. tape on him, and right. we we do talk about the fact that there's not a lot of ring in ring psychology in independent wrestling, and if you just look at James Drake, there's your I mean. There's your poster child right there for in-ring psychology. I mean, he slapped a a person's mother. Yeah, he gave you, you can't a, a, a like that. No, no, you can't. And he gave you a psychology 101 course tonight on what works and what doesn't. So exactly. You know. Again, thanks to uh, to Ruby Ray's and to James Drake for being on the show with us tonight. And you know. You've been on this whole, you know, uh, you care about Caleb mess. Yeah. Um, I, I and, care about uh, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you mm-hmm. do. Um, there is a new CZW champ. Yeah, I saw that. And maybe you that. can help me because I'm not, uh, I'm not that big a fan of CZW. It's just not my mm-hmm. cup of tea. Um, right. So this person, I've, I've friended him on Facebook, is Sozio? Is that his name? I believe that's how it's pronounced. And, and you know, I'll be, I'll be upfront and honest with everybody. I do not get to watch as much CZW as I would like. Uh, a lot of times, folks, there's just too much going on, uh, just on sensory overload. This week, this past week, I sat down and I watched – two episodes of championship wrestling from Hollywood and two online episodes of ring of honor television, plus the tape that I watched. So that kind of gives you an idea, you know what I mean? Because somebody asked us, uh, on a, on a question, how much time do we spend each week getting ready for a show? And I said three to four hours, you know, and then it's like, I thought about it. It's more than that. You know, so I'd, I I would be totally remiss if I told you I had the entire angle. I know that there were a lot of fans that were questioning him becoming CZW champ. I do know that. Yeah, there's a lot of brouhaha uh, about this. So, yeah. um, you know, and I think uh, Drew Gulak is not happy no. from what I've seen. He's not happy about this. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, in the weeks and months ahead uh, exactly what happens uh, with this uh, new champion. And I just want to put out there for the record, um, I I just said I'm not a big fan of CCW. I do not advocate Caleb Conley participating in any kind of death match whatsoever. 
because I don't want him to get hurt because I care about Caleb. I care about Caleb. You, on the other hand, are just trying to get out of a butt whooping. And we all know it, and you just need to admit it. No, what, what I've tried to do, and I sent you the clip on it, I tried to help and, and, and avoid him being in matches like Tangled Web. You saw that clip, Laura, those, yes, I those did. four men broken, wrapped in barbed wire. Is that really what you wanted to see for, for Caleb? Because your support, you. your continuing support of that is where it's going to put him. Cage of Death is in December. Are you going to be? Are you going to enter his name in the Cage of Death? Are you going to start that online stuff? The petition I you talked about. Said, I'm not a fan of CZW. It's not well, when like I see him, Well, when I see Caleb at WrestleCade and I tell him that you're wanting him to enter in the Cage of Death tournament, yeah, you know, I will knock you I, back I don't know to how he's going to take it. If you do, if I don't know do, how he's going to take it. I, God. I, just, I hope that I, I'll, I'll be there for moral support. I know Zane will be there. You know, hopefully we can both prop him back up, and you know, I don't Do know. Do not bring Zane Riley into this because yeah. I am not ad- advocating Caleb Cage to get into any kind of de- no. I'm Cage not. of death. I wouldn't uh, want him uh, in that. I want him to. I want him to come all back the to PWX. Violent, I want to vile, see him. sick things. Oh, the cage of death of all things, Lord God. Uh, it, it was interesting to see that. Um, I did see this, and I know that you put this on here that uh, Caleb's match, or Caleb and I saw Tessa Blanchard being listed in the uh, Indy Power Rankings top ten this week. Yes, Both him and yes. Tessa were um, I got to see Tessa's trophy this weekend. Oh yeah. One that she won in New York, and uh, mm-hmm. very proud of Tessa uh, for going up there and showing them. Uh, how we do in the South or, or how, you know, Southern girls do. So very proud of Tessa. Um, Winning the ECWA she, Super 8 Chick Fight Tournament and the new exactly. ECWA Women's Champion. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Tessa um, got, got a lot of heat at PWX. Uh, uh, she reminds me of her father in that way because Tully could get heat like nobody's business too. And she Tessa was arguing with about three Women on the front row. Woo. It was it, it was bad. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, oh wait a minute. Hold on. I got a tweet. I got a tweet here from someone, from mm-hmm. Jordan Castle. Yeah. You guys know that CZW is more about wrestling than death matches now, right? Oh, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Good lord. I mean, I'm just. I'm just Jordan, what Jordan, I know. Jordan, listen to me. Go to the website. What does the website tell you that it is? Ultra-violent wrestling. Notice that ultra-violent is in front of wrestling. It doesn't say wrestling ultra-violently. It says ultra-violent wrestling. Also, CZW's first clip, promotional clip that they put out for for Tangle Web 7 was a clip from the Tangle Web 7 match. If it were truly about wrestling, they would have put out a clip showing wrestling, not two poor lost souls falling off a scaffolding through two tables wrapped in barbed wire. Come on, Jordan. 
I thought we were better than this. Um, you did see the announcement about uh, Ring of Honor, correct? The the pay per view on in December. I am really really looking forward to that uh, final battle, December seventh in New York City. Yep, it will be on pay per view. That should be pretty cool because the last pay per view was pretty solid. So taking another stab out there and seeing what kind of uh what kind of response they get from pay per view world. That should be that should be pretty cool. I know I'll be watching that one. Um did want to tell everybody that next week yes will be Chip F and Day will be with us <laughs> and Jack Jameson will be with us next week. So that should be pretty cool. We're we're pretty excited about having them up because uh Chip's been traveling north, south, east to west. Been around for a minute. He's a busy and, boy. Uh, yes, he has been. Been been putting on some incredible matches, so it'd be really cool to have him on the show. Uh we would uh, yep. urge everybody to continue to support our partners, www.fnxnetwork.com, and we would uh encourage you to check out www.sslclothing dot com strong style life clothing we certainly appreciate their support in our venture uh, Lord, do you have anything that you'd like to add before we call it a night uh, actually i just want to say thank you to everybody uh for being especially to the people at pwx and i know there are certain people out here who think that um i'm just all about pwx but uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody at PWX for being so great to me, putting on a great show, enjoyed myself tremendously. Uh, and just want to thank everybody for listening to us and letting letting us be a part of your world for two hours on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Bob and I are very humbled uh, by your doing this, and we just want to say, you know, we appreciate it. And hopefully uh, 2015 is going to bring some great guests, some great stuff we've got uh, working for you guys, and you're going to love it. Just stay tuned. Yep, stick around because it's only going to get better week by week. Folks, we certainly thank you for listening and and downloading our show wherever you're listening at and however you're downloading us. We certainly appreciate all of your support. And remember, there is never a bad seat here at the Armory, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Welcome home, Caleb. You have been listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. Listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at From the Armory. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. If you like what you hear, please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.